Basic Income Podcast. I'm Owen Poindexter. And I'm Jim Pugh. Many of you may have read headlines in recent weeks claiming that Finland's basic income experiment had been canceled. Now, for those of you who took time to dig in a bit, you probably discovered that was not correct. The Finnish experiment, in fact, is continuing as originally planned, and the quote-unquote cancellation actually referred to a proposed expansion of the experiment. So we thought it would be good to get into the details about what's actually going on there and find out, you know, if the experiment's not canceled, what is happening. So I got to speak with Alexei Nuvenin. He's the founder of Demos Helsinki and someone very close to the situation. And he gave a really good take on what's going on there. Welcome, Alexei. Thank you. So to start, could you just remind our listeners what the original basic income program in Finland was and what its goals were? The basic income experiment in Finland is one of the 27 uh, policy experiments that, that that the current coalition, government coalition in Finland is running. And uh, they started the program in 2015. And uh, basic income experiment is the biggest of, of all, all these policy experiments. Um, I would say the reason why they decided to, to experiment basic income is that there has been uh, for for. 15 years practically, an intention to renew the Finnish welfare system, which different types of committees uh, during each election term trying to come up with certain suggestions on how to modernize uh, the welfare system, which is rather big system, takes quite a big chunk of, of the budget in, in, in the Finnish government, with no results for the past 15 years. And now, when Finland elected new uh, new government or new parliament, uh, three years ago, there was an idea of changing the way they do policy making, and then they then they introduced the idea of going towards experimentation culture, and as welfare reform was one of the one of the key areas, they decided to uh, try it with a with a new new policy tool, which is an experiment which would last two years, from the beginning of two thousand seventeen till till end of two thousand eighteen. Okay, yeah, so. In the last couple of weeks, as I said, there have been a lot of reports about some changes to the experiment, that it's ending, that something's different. Um, has anything about the experiment changed? No. Actually, there has been no no changes uh, whatsoever. The current experiment uh, comprises of 2,000 people uh, being selected to the uh, experiment, those people still get the, uh, the basic income of 560 euros per month, and that will run till end of this year. No analysis on, on, the, on the impact of the basic income or changes in, in the benefits that they receive uh, have been done, and that was the intention from the beginning. They will start analyzing the results at the beginning of 2019. So nothing nothing has changed in the, in the experiment itself. And uh, from the beginning, there was a plan to make it a two-year experiment with some speculation on whether they could extend it to last uh, longer. Actually, uh, the group that did the, the pre-study and design of the experiment suggested that based on previous experiments, usually it takes uh, from three and a half to four and a half years before you start getting positive, uh, positive uh, well-being uh, uh, impact on the people participating in such such an experiment. Hence, it should be longer, but no one uh, promised it to be be longer. However, there were plenty of discussions on whether they could extend it, but apparently now uh, 
politicians especially have come into a conclusion that there are no means of, of extending extending the uh, experiment from the current current length. And so that's what caused all the reports is the decision to not extend it. Sure. So it has been done somewhat uh, official. Actually, that happened already uh, last uh, last fall around November when the uh, when the, the, the they uh, put out uh, a press release saying that now they are approaching the midpoint of the of the experiment and it looks like it won't be extended, uh, which was was not stated very clearly, but any anyhow rather implicitly stating that uh, it won't be it won't be extended. I see, and. So if I'm so the the basic income pilot was focused on the unemployment system, and am I correct in thinking that there were some changes to Finland's unemployment benefit system? Yes, I mean the system of of unemployment benefits comprises of number of of, of different types of benefits regarding on uh, for how long have you been uh, unemployed or what has been your previous work history like. So people currently. Uh, receive uh, some uh, some uh, unemployment benefits that are proportional their their previous uh, wages for almost almost two years, and now there has been some changes uh, for this these benefits. So the idea is to uh, incentivize people to be more active in, in seeking job while they still uh, enjoy this. Much much larger benefit than 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 the basic income is. So they are conditionalizing uh, those benefits by by requiring people to send uh, a, a certain amount of of job applications or participating in different types of trainings uh, during that period of time, which is I would say uh, ideologically somewhat quite quite opposite to what we've been thinking of, of basic income to be. So it's more about uh, 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 motivating people to seek for for jobs, especially uh, that they would, would get immediately quite soon instead of uh, with the basic income to, to kind of pursue some other paths in their career. I'm wondering what your reactions and maybe the, the public reactions as well have been to, uh, to these reforms. The public reaction to these these reforms has been uh, somewhat infuriated. In a, I mean, there's been big, big demonstration against the, the initiatives for for good reasons. I would say uh, it was uh, it was prepared in a in a really fast pace. There are several contradictions which would which would make it uh, very difficult to be implemented uh, uh, point by point. So there are, um, and it's somewhat contradictory also to some other parts of legislation. And of course, there are quite different different types of uh, situations where uh, it doesn't necessarily uh, doesn't necessarily work that nicely. And uh, probably one of the kind of underlining uh, questions there is whether that should uh, should make people to to move uh, move from from one one town to another if they wish to wish to get get in, get employed, which is in Finland is a rather new thing. Uh, we've had an idea of, of providing employment in all parts of the country, and now with this uh, new piece of legislation, 
it would require people to commute longer distances or go farther from their hometown to seek job. I see. Um, and, and are there other sort of problematic uh, aspects of, of the, the new reforms that are causing a lot of uproar? Yeah, I, I would say it's, it's overall, of course, uh, quite quite opposite to what people think of their what what contemporary world should look like in in kind of a how detailed uh, some some type of supervision there is on what you do when when you are uh, unemployed and uh, I mean really encouraging people to get jobs really fast instead of uh, I mean look for some op- some other opportunities uh, in, in, in life and uh, I mean there are different types of people uh, I mean reacting to this in a really really negative manner there are plenty of very highly educated people who think that uh, once they've received uh, good high quality uh, education they should allow to to search for uh, for for a job that is uh, that is kind of a uh, that somewhat, somewhat, somehow would kind of uh, meet their skills. And then there are less educated people uh, who feel that they are now uh, kind, of a, kind of already having a difficult situation in their life. Uh, and now their, their benefits are getting even narrower because they always are in a threat of meeting the sanctions. And overall, I, I think this, this type of a sentiment that people feel that there are uh, continuously being kind of uh, supervised, or that they are in a constant threat of of losing their benefits. It's not, not necessarily the way of making people more motivated and uh, to kind of improve their their skills. Uh, we know very well that kind of uh, that threat is not necessarily the best motivator in in very many many things. Doesn't make them necessarily very productive. Right. One thing we talk about sometimes in the U.S. is that you know there are people who are on many different benefit systems and it almost becomes a part-time job just to stay on those benefits. Yeah, I, there, there is pretty good good scientific evidence on that happening that that people who really fall on 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 benefits uh, they I mean first of course realize that they have to spend quite a lot of time a lot of time uh, kind of uh, sorting out these different forms and so on and also uh, then feel that that they are being disempowered because they they kind of uh, are in a constant threat of, of of losing losing those benefits, and actually that was one of the kind of uh, founding ideas of of uh, the the basic income experiment that would it help those people to to become employed if they wouldn't be stressed out because those those burdens of of constantly filling the forms or or uh, being kind of a having these kind of a conditional benefits that that kind of require quite a lot of time applying them and kind of waiting the the benefits to to be to be paid mm-hmm. yeah and getting back to the the basic income experiment well i know it's not completed and the official analysis has not been conducted yet do we have any data or any stories even from the experiment so far there is no official data um it is actually uh Kind of a uh, based on the on the Finnish law that that uh, the officials cannot cannot give out any any data on on people because it's all based on the kind of official official unemployment unemployment benefit system and you cannot kind of uh, give out any kind of details on that 
and also that the, the one of the kind of founding principles of the of the experiment was that it should be kind of a kept as a kind of a closed laboratory uh, for the the period of an, of an experiment in the previous some of the previous experiments in the 70s some of them were failing because uh, there were so much uh, things intervening people were interviewed rather constantly and and and, and kind of like getting other kind of uh, being, people were contacting them constantly so that somewhat kind of uh, hampered the the, uh, the the experiment itself there has been some some stories on on, on a couple of people uh, who are participating in the in the, uh, in the experiment so some journalists have have kind of a search for people uh, and at least these stories have been rather promising so people uh, who've been I would say rather prototypical people uh, who have certain level of uh, education, not necessarily in a field which would provide very secure or kind of a long-lasting uh, job opportunities, but is somewhere between freelancing and, and, and uh, entrepreneurship and occasionally some opportunities of getting employed for a longer period of time. For instance, uh, a person uh, work have, having a, a training in, in uh, as a professional dancer, and uh, it has employed uh, it, uh, the the experiment seems to be offering her better opportunities for for getting certain level of of income where she's not in a, in a threat of kind of a falling between different types of benefits or she can uh, can do some freelancing and even have a have a kind of a private company while receiving uh, the basic income as a, as a benefit yeah for freelancers I think the uh, the benefits are, are pretty obvious yeah um, from your estimation do you think basic income is more popular in Finland now than uh, than it was when the experiment started probably I I assume that at least the the, the overall uh, understanding and knowledge on on on, on basic income uh, is much much better. Uh, there has been so many articles on that in the newspapers, of course. Um, overall, Finns uh, seem to be uh, rather positive on basic income. Of course, depending on how how lucrative. That, that the basic income would be so what level of, of benefit it, 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 it would be finally when when introduced uh, quite few people are would would allow people to have let's say 18 8, 800 or 900 euros basic income but are rather okay for having that 600 700 still uh, per month um, but there hasn't been there hasn't been uh, any 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 kind of a uh, service on that uh, over the past half a year, which would have been the probably a good good time of, of kind of a polling that. And I'm really interested interested in, in hearing what uh, the level of of uh, level levels that they will be at the end of 2019 when people been opposed to uh, exposed to so much information on, on basic income for the past couple of years. At the same time, political debate around uh, around basic income as a, as a kind of a possible uh, solutions uh, after the next elections hasn't been that, that, the level of that discussion hasn't been that, that, that high, which is somewhat, somewhat surprising, I would say. Yeah, that is surprising. Um, well, those are the questions that I had for you. I'm wondering if there's anything else you would like to add. I would say that um, two things. The first uh, is that, uh, that the basic income experiment in Finland 
wasn't initiated because any of the political groups in coalition uh, had any, any, any ideological stance for basic income. It was more merely thought to be uh, one way of advancing some type of uh, social security uh, reform in the coming years. So I'm quite sure there will be uh, some reforms, some discussion on some type of reform, which in a way or another uh, will resemble uh, basic income over the next next uh, few years in Finland. It will be discussed after the after um, the next uh, parliamentary elections, uh, which take place uh, April next year. Uh, it might resemble more, uh, for instance, negative income tax or universal universal credit, which is now being tested in the UK. Uh, but there will be something something which will continue uh, the idea of reforming. Uh, social security system to meet the, the needs of, of our, our age better. So the idea is far from dead in, in your country. It sounds like it's alive and well. It, it is alive and well. And uh, at the same time, uh, there are no uh, technical reasons why uh, the experiment wouldn't be uh, relaunched after the ele- after after elections and after the new coalition has been formed uh, has been formed next year. So there's, according to my understanding, uh, a full technical capacity to to restart it. Uh, let's say at the at the beginning of 2012 with with a uh, bigger and, and more diverse amount of people, and then in Finland we would have also. Uh, uh, a dynamic online income register in place, which would make it easier to combine those benefits with with taxation. So uh, then uh, they could also test different different taxation levels combined with the uh, with, with basic income. Some some experts say that with the current uh, experiment, one of the challenges is that uh, we cannot be assured. Which which thing are we are we actually testing? Whether the uh, freedom from all types of bureaucracy uh, of applying for 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 welfare would incentivize people to to seek job better, or whether it's just uh, the, the mere uh, uh, free benefit that they receive, which is tax free, that incentivizes them. So there are actually two things which both have some type of effect on on these people, and we don't know which are we testing right now. And when we when we could combine it with taxation, it doesn't doesn't have to be then a tax free benefit, which would then be let's say more realistic way of of, of implementing it as as a permanent solution. Mm-hmm. I see. So yeah, you can start to move towards something where where it could be yeah, yeah. something that's a stable part of the government going forward. Yes. So it would would be much much more kind of a realistic, real-life uh, experiment than what it, it is now as a rather robust robust solution. That was Alexei Nuvenen, founder of Demos Helsinki on the Basic Income Podcast. So what struck me other than just that, how wrong the media has been about this? Because, you know, you, you, I've had so many people come up to me and say, oh, I heard the, the Finland thing didn't yeah. work out. Um, and it's just, 
not true. Uh, but moving beyond that, what, what struck me is just how this is an incremental fight on so many different levels, both in term in current benefits, like the unemployment system in Finland, the fight they're having there now, and also the SNAP system here, uh, but also over the experiments that we're doing, because you know that, that is going to be an ongoing battle. Yeah, policy is complicated to actually set up anything, not just logistically and applying the policy, but actually to make sure that you're aligned with all the different organizations and key stakeholders. That just takes a lot of work, and that's pretty much always true. And so it doesn't really matter even if you have a super simple policy of handing out cash, that's still going to have a lot of complicated steps in the process to make it happen. Right. And it is encouraging, you know, even if it does make the whole thing take longer, that there is a real desire to do it right and to have these sorts of experiments. Um, and also, I was encouraged by the fact that there was a big public outcry to the, you know, the, the changes in the unemployment system and to the, uh, the fact that they're maybe not continuing the basic income pilot. Usually, changes to the social benefit system, they can kind of pass mostly unnoticed. Yeah, I, it'll be really interesting to see how things progress there, particularly when we get to 2019 and can actually see the results. Will that actually change the conversation? Will will the government there suddenly become more amenable to the idea of expanding and continuing on with, with that trial in order to, to see how it might apply to, to different groups and, and over the longer term? So I'll be curious to see what ends up happening with that. I also think that this really points to how important it is and will be to frame conversations around experiments. Because, as we said, a lot of these details, there's so so much complexity there. And that's going to be true of results as well. When we actually start seeing that quantitative data coming out, depending on how you look at it, it can, it can say many different things. There's the old quote, lies, damn lies, and statistics. And I think that could certainly apply here. And so I think that not only thinking about how do we how do we talk about the experiments leading into it, and then how does that translate into our interpretations of the results coming out of it? Yeah, and it's going to be fascinating. Uh, and I think this episode really shows that, how just the, the initial round of journalism was, a lot of it was just inaccurate. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there's going to be a lot of, you know, diligent work to be done to find out what actually is going on in these experiments. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you to our producer, Eric Davison. If you like what you hear, please do rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or the podcast service of your choice. And please do share with your friends. We're always looking for more listeners. We'll talk to you next time. Mm